Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Grow Down Podcast with Tim Herset. Conversations while following Jesus on the old road which leads to new life. On today's episode, we'll be looking into lyrics of a song that speaks to the realities of our journey with Jesus. Over the course of human history, songs have been one way that disciples of Jesus have learned to communicate honestly about life and how to relate to God. Send us a message if you have a favorite lyric from a song that you would like us to look into right here on the Grow Down Podcast. The lyrics that we are going to be looking into today come from a song originally written by Keith Green. The song is titled, Make My Life a Prayer to You. You're going to listen to a recording of this song by the artist Jeremy Erickson. And after that, you're going to hear a conversation with me and our guest, Maggie Rognes. Your life to me. 
that I might live and share the hope you gave to me. I want to share the love that set me free. All right, and welcome to the podcast, Maggie Rognes. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We are glad to have you joining us on the Grow Down podcast. What is one thing that listeners need to know about you? Okay, so I actually asked my husband this. If he could say one thing, what would it be? And he said that your husband loves you. And I started thinking about that, and I thought... Wow, like actually, if there's one thing I want people to know, it's that I'm loved. That I'm loved by God, that I'm loved by my husband, my kids, my friends, my family, my dog, my horse, you know, my fish. Like, I'm just loved. Yeah, you are. So if there's one thing to know about me, that would be it. I love it. And it actually got sort of emotional last night at dinner. I was like, oh, I guess I'm loved. It's a really beautiful thing to say. So. And Braddon, your husband... He gets like the prize for yeah best, one thing to know about best me. answer to a question from his wife yeah that's that wonderful. your husband loves you so listeners yeah. just know my husband loves me now <laughs> did your children have anything funny to say well we were, were actually out on a date oh, night for his okay. birthday eating some okay. sushi so I guess that'd be another thing to know about me I love some raw fish that's wonderful. Yes. You've shared two things now, yep. which is completely acceptable. Um, but we are doing this new segment on the Grow Down podcast called Looking Into Lyrics. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the song that we listened to is originally written in 1978. Is that what I told you? 1978. Or 1978. It's a classic. Before you or I were born, mm -hmm. a few years before. And. It was originally written by Keith Green. I don't know the guy personally. He passed away before I ever had the chance to meet him. But he was an influential songwriter for music in general. And this song, I don't know if it's technically his most popular. I don't know. People probably have statistics on that. But it's to me, when I hear the name Keith Green, this is the song yeah. that I think of. Make my life a prayer to you. Yeah. Um, so Maggie, upon hearing this song, what was the first thing that stuck out to you most? Well, first, I'd never heard this song before. Okay. And I wasn't raised in a Christian household, so we didn't listen to Christian music. So sort of from 90s before, it's all new music to me. So it's sort of this interesting genre of, oh, wow, this is the music that they were worshiping to like in the 70s. So that mm -hmm. was kind of a part that initially stuck out. But I think the line that always, that stuck out to me was, um, thank you for being patient hmm. with me. I think about this a lot with being a parent. I think being a parent starts to highlight your relationship with God and like how God feels about you as a child and how I feel about my kids. And... Um, just thanking, thinking about thanking God for being patient with me because patience is so hard. Like being patient with my kids is hard and how hard it must be for God to be patient with me. Yeah. So. That's beautiful. I love that. Uh, I was actually thinking similar thoughts this morning, holding my son Judah, 
who is not quite two, and he was screaming, you know, he's growing teeth, and mom's not home, you know, and he was just screaming, but I just held him, and yeah. in the holding, he calmed down, Yeah. and he just put his head on my shoulder, and how, that's what God wants with us. I know. Like, we throw fits, and we don't always just lay down and lay on God's shoulder, figuratively, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So. But once we stop fighting and just relax into him, you know, once our kids stop fighting and just start relax into us, they find that peace, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if we can learn to do that with God, I don't know. Then we're on to something. We are. <laughs> All right. So, Maggie, how has this song, Make My Life a Prayer to You, how has it made you think differently about following Jesus? Uh, there's another part in it that talks about um, when my eyes are on me, like so turning my eyes away from myself and turning my eyes towards God. And I've been kind of reflecting on that a lot on, um, I think being a parent of little kids, it's really easy to be very focused inwardly, what these little things like getting the kids fed and bathed and teeth brushed and instead focusing outwardly onto God and that God's like given me these beautiful little kids to love Mm -hmm. and the creation of it and the beauty of it. And so trying to take myself out of looking at me, right. And looking at these little things and looking out. And that's something that has really stuck with me with this song. Hmm. And I think, oh, that phrase has stuck with me as well, but it's also thinking of following Jesus. It's like, I know my tendency is even to look at myself mm-hmm. as I try to be a disciple of Jesus, as I try to follow him, I focus on me and how good I'm doing at that. Yeah. And just, it, it becomes about me when really it's not about me. Mm-mm. It Jesus wants us to follow him because it's about him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so what we'll, what we're actually going to do is going to break down what, what I think would be the chorus of the song. Okay. It's the part that repeats, um, and it's actually got the lines you've also already referenced okay. in the first part. So it says, I want to thank you now for being patient with me. Oh, it's so hard to see when my eyes are on mm. me. And so you've already talked a little bit about that, but what do you think is trying to be, com- trying to be communicated in this? In that. I think one thing is is looking up. I remember um, I was flying back to visit my grandpa who was who was dying, and I was looking down at my phone, and I remember just hearing God say, "Look up! Like take your eyes off your yourself and your phone and look up." And it was the most beautiful sunset I'd ever seen, mm-hmm. and I just felt God saying, "Like this is what I want for your life. I want you to look up and notice this." And my grandpa wasn't a believer. And to me, the sad part felt like, oh, his salvation. But God was like, no, the sad part is he never looked up. He never mm. got to experience that sunset, you know, the beauty of that sunset. And I think our whole life here on earth can be looking up and noticing that sunset. So it doesn't just have to be about the salvation of it. Like, oh, I need to look up so I can be good and do all these things. But I need to look outside of myself and look at God so I can experience all that he has for me here in this moment. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. I I think you're hitting the nail on the head about the, oh, it's so hard to see. Mm-hmm. What What is he talking about seeing? I think there's just, there's so much in life. Yes, I think he's talking about seeing God, 
but even more it's seeing the life that is right here in front of us mm-hmm. uh, I know I get I get so focused on things on Craigslist on my phone and I don't even realize my kids <laughs> right there I know saying dad let's play with this ball I know so that's a mutual thing to hear I yeah think. Yeah, but then if you think of that, like, example of being a parent and, like, how God sees that, too, Hmm. you know, of, like, we're looking down here and he's like, no, let's play. Like, let's actually, you know, be, I don't know. Let's engage. Engage in this life that I've provided for you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think there's so much being communicated in each phrase from this song. Um, But we're going to go to the next part of the chorus where it says, I guess I'll have to trust and just believe what you say. Oh, you're coming again, coming to take me away. Now, there's a lot in there as well. Uh, but do, does that section give you hope? Or does it terrify you? Or is it somewhere in between? I mean, initially when I thought of this, I thought, well, it brings me hope. But then I think there's also a side of it that's not necessarily terrifying, but almost sadness and thinking of being taken away from this place, from this life that I've, I'm comfortable in, you know, these kids that I have, this husband that I have. So there is some amount of pensive hope, I guess I mm-hmm. would say in that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I think it's such a, like singing along, it's the part that I think I sing quieter because mm-hmm. I'm you're like, don't take me yet. Yeah. I have more to do here. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to sing that with my whole heart. Like, uh, I know. I don't want to be taken away because of, like, what you're saying, that there's so much richness in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, the part that I can sing out really loud, though, is I guess I'll have to trust mm-hmm. and just believe what you say. Like, because I know that's something that I struggle with is trusting. And that's what I have to do is to trust him. Yeah. And like, especially considering the previous section, right? God's being patient with us when our eyes are on us and we miss so much of life. Really, I need to trust. And then again, I got to trust that if God were to take me away, like it's going somewhere that's even better than here. Exactly. Yeah. And it will be exponentially better. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could run the numbers on how much better <laughs> life would be. <laughs> Exponentially, that, I think it would be a good. That yeah. was a, an accounting joke for yes. those of you. I am an listening. accountant, and I love accounting. I do actually, genuinely love accounting. So, <laughs> side note: if you want to listen to Maggie talk on an accounting oh, podcast, yes. yep. just Google her. She says, <laughs> or a parenting podcast. Google, you'll find it. Right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I haven't actually tested that, so fair warning. Um, the last piece of the chorus really, I think, ties the whole thought together, and it also connects the whole song. Um, and, and it says, I want to die and let you give your life to me so I might live and share the hope you gave to me, the love that sets mm-hmm. me free. I, when I hear that, I think of the the way that Jesus communicated it's in the New Testament in a couple different places where he says you know to die to yourself mm-hmm. to take up your cross daily and follow him mm-hmm. that that's what I hear when he's saying I want to die and let you give your life 
to me so I might live. Yeah. Um, so Maggie, hearing that, how does this song then fit in with this idea of this podcast of mm. Grow Down, where we have conversations while following Jesus on the old road that leads to new life? I think the beauty of walking with Jesus is people have been walking with him for long time it's not just this isn't a new thing you know and it's this beautiful journey this life that we get to walk with him and um i just think of the freedom that comes with it i think i think a lot when a lot of people think about saying yes to christ i think they think of saying no to things but i think of saying yes like there's so much yes that comes with the new life that you get and so you had this new life. I just think also when you think of, I want to die and let you give your life to me so I might live, that's such a contradiction, like to die, to live, you know, I think. Um, yeah, it's a paradox. It's like, yeah, why would, yeah. how, why do I need to die in order to live? But I think with um, new life, there has to come some form of a death in a way, right? Like, I think even when you have kids, you there's a death of being single, not having a child anymore. And then suddenly you have a child and there's new life in it. So, um, yeah, this song, yeah, yeah. I think, definitely reflects the Grow Down podcast. Hmm. And I, I, when I hear it again, it's like what you're saying, that the contradiction or the paradox where it seems like it's contradicting, but really they go so well together, mm-hmm. like you're saying. And I think something I've learned over the years that I've been following Jesus is it's not just a one time, all right, I died to myself. I have the life of Jesus. It's a daily thing um, that, man, the more I realize it's a daily thing, uh, the more every day I realize every minute of every hour of every day, Mm -hmm. because I get so caught up with me that I forget. Yeah that it's Christ in us that gives us hope and that we can, that's the only way we can actually follow him Mm -hmm. is by giving up ourselves. Yeah. Well, Maggie, thank you for joining us. Is there any, any last thoughts, closing remarks? No, I just, I appreciate you, Tim. I appreciate what you do. You're an inspiration Mm -hmm. to a lot of, a lot of people. So thank you. Thanks, Maggie. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Grow Down Podcast. Do you like what you hear? Share with your friends and family. The Grow Down Podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 